podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox the same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us. Families trust Clorox to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. So I have a story for you, Amanda. Um, With Clorox, there's one thing I definitely use it for every single time before I step into my vanity van. Uh, I love the entire place disinfected because that's where I keep my makeup. Uh, That's where I get ready. That's where my clothes are. That's sometimes where I take a nap as well. So, you know, I can use it all over like time of need. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really, it just keeps everything super clean and I, I feel super safe. For me, it's important to share with loved ones and the public in general how they can give the most care for their loved ones, especially during times like these. I mean, with the pandemic going on, with COVID going on, it's just great to be extra sanitary with all the items that are around you, caring for others, and you know, just wiping down the door handle after you use the bathroom or wiping down so the So important. The toilet. So important. The toilet handle. Don't forget the toilet handle. (laughs) So remember, when When it counts, trust Clorox. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Touchline Fracker. Uh, Before I go around and introduce our panel, I'm just going to start off by mentioning this is our 500th episode. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. When I think back to when we started this, to think that we'd still be doing it all these years later. uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean... The early days of the Skype sessions when uh, we get to December, January, and then the Arsenal fans would all suddenly start getting real busy or having headaches or suddenly need to take their girlfriends out. We've, we've come a long way since then. Uh, so it's perfect that it should fall on a Sunday. Uh, perfect that we've got a nice mix of all the club pods on as well. We're joined by, obviously, myself, Mariah. You've also got Ellis and Leroy, who are two of our founder members. But then we're also joined by Tobes, part of our new gen. And I guess that goes to show two things. Firstly, that it's great that we've been able to stay together this long. And secondly, the fact that we're continuing to grow. So I'm, I'm glad to be here with all of you. How are you doing today? All good, man. Well, sir. All is well. 
I'm surviving, man. Thanks for the intro. I'm, I'm surviving. I'm surviving. But yeah, that, 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 don't worry. We'll, we'll definitely get into this. Obviously, yeah, you're, you're new to me in it, but I'm not new to you, and I ain't new to Spurs in it. So don't don't you worry, Tobes, in it. Uh, <laughs> before we start, uh, I have to do my usual and plug our socials. So obviously, I start with our Discord community. We're at about 1,050 people on there right now. Uh, Chelsea and Arsenal have the most fans. So United fans, if you're listening. Sign up, it's free. We've got our spaces where we discuss all manner of things. We've got Lewis in the gambling chat. For those of you who are basketball fans, we've got courtside fracker space. And obviously, we've got our Discord live for our patrons. Shout out our patrons. Uh, also, our YouTube page. If you're watching our visuals, and I'm sure you've seen the, the brand new overlays. I think uh, you guys had a, a new overlay put on a couple of weeks ago, Tobes. Looks looks beautiful, if you if you ask me. Um, if, you're, if you're on the YouTube, checking out the overlays. It makes perfect sense for you to subscribe. And, um, yeah, with that being said, let's get into it. And, yeah, I mean, since since we're here, Tobes, why not? Um, yeah, so it was crazy to me because, obviously, I've been – I listen to your, your podcast. I've been seeing you guys post your cute videos on the timeline. They feed Mourinho this, Mourinho that, Harry Kane's a leader, Hugo Lloris. So we're coming into the season and we're thinking Spurs are going to be on a madness. Like, okay, we've seen that. We've seen the, the chat. We've seen that the work that's going into it. And you lot have come in and thrown up a stinker. Um, what were your What were your thoughts going into going into the game? Uh, I'm not gonna lie; I was expecting us to win two one, but I was expecting it to be a very laboured two one win. I wasn't expecting us to dominate the match. I wasn't expecting us to dominate the ball. I wasn't expecting us to pepper Everton at all. But I just thought we would grind out a result, opening day victory. We I can't remember the last time we've lost in, on on the opening day of the season. Um, I thought we could sort of just get that result over the line. But, I mean, that second half performance just completely epitomises what is wrong with our team and what is wrong with our manager. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so and so, you for you, are you um, Jose in? I mean, from what I saw from the videos you're posting, you seem to be enjoying the documentary. So, um, yeah. What what are the problems that you already see for first game in? Because obviously it is the start of a new season, which we forget because of how congested everything is. Um, mm. But what are the things that you're already noticing that are kind of like hangovers from last season? Uh, so the obvious thing is creativity. Um, <clears throat> obviously with, with um, Doty in the side now, we finally have someone who can sort of take that ball and that we- pretty high up the pitch and try and make something happen. Right, his positioning is quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's doing <laughs> right back. He's operating like, the right-hand side of the 18-yard box, bro. I need to see that man's heat map. Um, yeah. <laughs> He's a right... Listen, listen. He's a right back. Obviously, in our system, we, we know the lopsided sort of formation that Mourinho plays. Aurier was basically a right winger last season and it's the same yeah. with Matt Doherty again. And I think mm. with him... He's familiar with sort of hugging that sort of right-hand side for Wolves. But when they're in possession anyway. But I think the one thing which um, is probably a bit of a shock to him is we don't play with a back three. It's, we, play with a, we play with a back four. And, mate, you can't stay, <laughs> you can't stay that high for the whole, whole 90 minutes. You're going to yeah. need to come back and you're going to need to defend. And I felt yeah. sorry for him because at certain points of the game, it felt like he was being double-teamed. I think that was deliberate from, from Carlo Ancelotti. Uh, Richarlison and Digne, I felt like I felt like Lucas Moura could have done more to at least give Digne something to worry about on that right hand side. But Lucas Moura, he's a bonehead, isn't it? Like he's he's a bonehead. He got no brain, isn't it? So obviously Lucas <laughs> Moura 
he, whether it's through instruction or whether it's whether it's just him being him, he will always choose to come inside. And I felt like on that right hand side, if Matt Doherty is not offering the whip, there was literally no whip there. And defensively, when Matt Doherty was under the cosh, I felt like he had no support as well today. Yikes, yikes. Uh in Dombele, um again he he came in 70, 76 minutes on the clock. He looks a, a, a bit trimmer. He did a bit of a madness when he, yeah, he's a funny one. What, what's going on with him? What's going on with that situation? Is he staying? Is he going? Come on, man. He's staying. He's staying. 100% he's staying this season. I don't think, I don't think any team's going to come in and pay the amount that we're looking for. But I feel like at the same time, we're willing to give him one more season. And I'm happy with that. I think Mourinho's willing to give him one more season as well. But we got too many of these like Yeardale fans, like these old sort of grey-haired, traditional Spurs till I die type fans who look at him, misplaced one pass, oh, he's not good enough, he's fat, he's lazy, he's this, he's that and the other. He stepped on that pitch and within like 30 seconds, that pass he made to Harry Kane was better than any pass I saw from Winks and Hoybier over like 60, 65, 70 minutes. So with him, the talent is there. What we need to see is more improvement on his off-the-ball work and also what we need to see is Mourinho actually give him a chance to, <laughs> to actually build up some form or sustain some mm. form. So, so it's off the bulwark. So when the Yerdars say he's lazy, they've got a point then is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah they've, got, they've definitely got a point, but they, they over-exaggerate. They over-exaggerate. Mm. I, 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 I will agree to disagree uh, with that one. Why, did, why, um, why not agree? Why not agree? Why, why? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I'm asking the questions. Eh? Um, <laughs> Leroy, um, in our chat earlier, you said that uh, Hoiberg was running around, just kicking people. Um, I, I just <laughs> wanted... <laughs> hey, what I, I, I saw him do, I was watching him, because I was thinking, right, Spurs new signing, let's see what he's saying. Is he going to make a difference? Bruv, I saw a man kick like five people in 10 minutes. He's literally just running around booting people in the shin. It's a different, it's a different Passing the ball off to the sideline, kicking people in the shins and then looking around doing, you know that thing where midfielders are trying to look good and they're just looking around over their shoulder like six times. I'm like, what, are you looking for me to kick or something? Because you've done <laughs> on the ball. Fuck all. But yeah, oh, he, he, was, he was dog today. He was fucking dreadful. Like, what do you think about the signing generally? Do you think he's the sort of player they should be looking to get? Oh, not as a first choice. I mean, I can understand him as a squaddy if he was like fifth option or something, you know, fourth, fifth option in centre mid. Like, you've got no one to bring on, bring on Hoiberg to shore it up for 10 minutes, go around, kick people in the shin, step, step on toes, all that kind of stuff. But as a starter, obviously starting the season, like, come on. Like, he's not got the appropriate quality. So, uh, as um, Tom said, uh, Toby said, when Ndombele came on, the, even though he's fat, he is fat, don't like him. <laughs> he's a fat guy. But he's got more quality in his left toe than both of them put together. So, and you can see that. It's clearly evident. Um, so, yeah, Hoiberg, yeah, not really. Uh, it's not a signing that troubles me as a competitor to Spurs. Mm, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. Yeah, go on, Tobes. With, with Hoiberg, because um, I said this before as well, and sometimes when I say this, I'll, I'll, be, called, I'll be told, oh, yeah, I'm negative, I'm this. Like, don't get me wrong. We needed that profile player, i.e. we needed a ball winner. And last season, you can check the stats, he was top of the stats, or one of the best in terms of winning the ball back. All of the things that a defensive mind and midfielder should be good at. But I didn't want him. I didn't want him, and I'll, stay, I'll still say that now. Like, I'm, 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 I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay that we've actually got someone who can do that job for us in our team. But 
him as a player, I didn't want him because I felt like we, sh we should have been targeting better. I look at the sides that we're competing with for top four and this guy, at a push, he's getting into Arsenal's team at, at a push. He won't start at United. He won't start at Liverpool. He won't start at Man City. He ain't starting at Chelsea. But yet, Spurs fans were, were trying to tell me, clambering for this guy, saying, oh yeah, he's the best thing since sliced bread. He's had one good season in four years at Southampton. Like, that does not make you good enough to all of a sudden come in and be this destroyer that we need. But I don't want to go in on him too much because I don't think he's going to be as bad as he was today for the rest of his first career. I think he'll be steady. But I also think there should have been more ambition in that signing. Do you, do you know what? You're so lucky I was on mute because I was raging. When you said he'll get into Arsenal's team, I was shouting, shouting. But <laughs> you know when you just sort of get yourself collected, I was thinking, you know what? Hold on a minute. Yeah. I've got El Nenny, Shaka. <laughs> you know what? Is it Dossa? Is it Dossa? It's a sticky one. So actually, I'm happy I was on mute. But yeah. Um, it stinks yeah. in North London still. <laughs> uh, I finally, I want to ask you about uh, Deli Ali. I think uh, we can agree that he was hooked. Uh, smelly Ali, um, as he's been called in previous pods. I'm loving the, uh, the blonde highlights. Um, what's going on with him? I mean, I watched episode one of the documentary. Jose's pointing him out as a lazy, a lazy trainer, and you know, obviously he's trying to give him that tough love that he's he's used in the past. But as we know, this is a different generation of player. Um, I feel like he's at a crossroads now. Like uh, under Poch, the first two, three seasons, he was he was brilliant. I mean, he was always he's always been a player that's divided opinion, but his numbers spoke for themselves. Uh, the numbers aren't quite speaking for themselves anymore. So what what's going on with Delhi? What what are your thoughts? Uh, listen, I'm. I can't forget, like you said, I can't forget what he did for us in his first three seasons at Spurs. And I think what you've seen over the last two seasons with Ali is a combination of injuries and being played out of position, et cetera, et cetera. But last year was sort of the first year where the excuses sort of completely ran out. And I think this year is sort of make or break for him. Like he's 24 years old. He's got a manager who actually backs him because Jose Mourinho backs the player. He's fully fit now. And he's going to get game time as well. So the opportunity is really there for him to, to go out and actually stamp your spot in this team. I think for the first time in the long, long time, he's, we finally got competition in those positions. I know we didn't see it today, but in, in Dombele, when he's fully fit and Lo Celso, you have, you have a combination of midfielders who could probably sort of displace Ali from that team. So now he's going to need to step his game up. I think he's sort of lost his way a bit in terms of concentration. And I think his actual gameplay... There's, he still he still throws on the ball far too far too much. He doesn't pick, he doesn't look up at times and sees sort of like incoming players into the box, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I think even his finishing as well in in recent months, his finishing has gone off the boil. I hop back to the game at Aston Villa last year where he missed so many chances. This season as well, the game today, I know it was a hard chance, but Ali two three years ago, you're slotting that probably bottom corner, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So there's off the field factors in terms of his concentration and then on the field factors in terms of the way he plays, it just may not be suited to the best way we could probably play as a team. So both ways, he needs to sort of force his way into that, into that team. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure if he can do it, but I'm hoping he can this season. Mm -hmm. It's looking sticky because I think that the, the next move for him looked like he was probably only going to go up from Spurs. But if you look at it now, probably not. I don't think any of the, the teams that are bigger than you are probably going to spend the money that it would cost to get Deli Ali and to secondly, where would he even fit in? But um, enough about Spurs. Um, Ellis, I'm going to come to you. Your rivals, as it were, 
uh, Everton, they've made quite a few splashes in the in the summer, and we saw quite a few of those players on show today. Uh, what were your thoughts about their performance today? I think they've done all right. Um, first first game of the season. Uh, a few of the players I did enjoy. I liked Allen. I thought Allen really looked good. Um, when when um, Tobbs was talking about Hoiberg, I went back to the Allen performance, and he's exactly what they need. A ball, you know, he uses the ball very well. Uses the ball simply. Um, you can see what he's about. Compared to compared to Oyberg. um, uh, so Hammers Rodriguez, he looked fantastic, uh, class above. Some of his touches, everything was just effortless for him. It was just like he was just, yeah, I'm here. I've done this at a bigger level, so he was class above everyone else. Um, who else have they signed? Decore as well. Decore as well from Watford. Yeah. To be fair, I like their midfield because they've got a mix of everything. Decore brings that, so to speak, PMP. Um, yeah. Yeah, Alan, Alan brings that tenaciousness. Gomez, very intelligent organizer who uses the ball well. And obviously, of course, we've got Rodriguez. And up front, they've got William Runners of Calvert-Lewin, who's technically not the best, but again, it gives it his all. That was a fantastic header, man. That fantastic. was... that was, Yeah, that was... Yeah, yeah phys- physically, he, he, he's yeah. as, as clear as any, any striker in this league, man. What about Richarlison's miss? My word. That was poor. That was it's, poor. The first, it's the first game, the first game week of the season. I already think we're going to struggle to see a worse miss than that the rest of this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened to him, man. He was So he could have taken it uh, on the first goal when he's through on goal because keepers could come out, just open your body up, slot it, slot it. He didn't. He tried to go around the keeper. He wasn't balanced. I'm not too sure what's going through his mind. It was a poor miss. He should have done better there for a player of his talent. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. So, um, Leroy, you're looking at Everton. Do you see a team that could potentially make a push for the top six? Because obviously, with the signings they've made, that's surely where they've got to be aiming for. Yeah, I was actually quite impressed by Everton. Um, so at the beginning, I, l- I really liked the base of their midfield. I like the mix of profiles. I like the players. I like the attributes. I thought Allen was really good, and he was really measured, and he, um, he he's good with his passing. He's good with his ball winning. I think Decore is a fantastic profile in in the mix of there. Um, and I like Andre Gomez. I think um, Rodriguez has a bit of quality. The only thing is, there's not enough quality in that final third. So, whereas all of their approach play was really good, and I was really impressed by it, they really struggled to convert from the middle third to the set uh, or the penultimate phase and the final phase. They really mm. struggled to, to progress that attack beyond that level. And that's where your top, top quality players come in. So I think they're going to have to work on that. Maybe that will come with time. They do have Hamez, obviously, who's there, who's able and capable to do that. And obviously, they're a new team, so he started all these new individuals and they've got a gel. Um, so, yeah, Everton, I, I see good things for Everton. But whether it's top six, there's a lot of competition for that top six nowadays. And you look at Leicester, they're a very settled side who are also very good. Um, so, and they've got firepower up top as well, and they've got the ability to score. So they'll be aiming for that, but I'm not sure they'll get it because I feel like you look at all the other teams, you've got Arsenal in there, obviously you've got Spurs in there, they didn't do very well today, but I feel they'll get better. You've got obviously the top four, who uh, I think are likely to be top four, United, Chelsea's, um, Cities and um, Liverpool's, then you've got Leicester as well. And you've got Wolves as well, you can't forget about them. So I feel like... It's going to be a real bar fight, bro. Real dog scrap. But um, so far, I was positive with what I saw today. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. 
Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Okay. Um, since we're with you, Leroy, we'll stay with you. Uh, you guys kicked off the new season. Uh, uh, you, were, you were up against a poor Fulham outfit. Hey, they but are. They're going right back down, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm going straight down. Straight down. They're going straight down, man. Aside from that, uh, what what good things did you see? Obviously, Arteta at this moment he really can do no wrong. Uh, he's won the FA Cup. He's won the Community Shield. You brought in Gabriel. You brought in Saliba. William divides attention, but we know you're still tinkering about in the market. Um, what good things did you see? Obviously, some players were returning, yeah, and obviously you got to see a bit of Gabriel and he grabbed a goal on his debut. So yeah, what what good things did you see? Um, so, I mean, there were a lot of positives to take from the game. First and foremost, I feel like. You always have to put it in context because Fulham were terrible. They were so bad. So um, I think anyone would have given Fulham like, numbers that day. But in terms of the positives that I saw from that game, uh, Gabriel was very good just in his overall performance, apart from the rocky moment where he had a little bit of miscommunication with Leno. Really good in the air. Very, very good in his duels, as we know. And we've been saying for a long time on Touchline Cracker and Touchy Gunas. Um, uh, he was... Very conservative in possession, so he didn't do. He only done one line breaking pass, and I'd like to see more of that come in. Um, very good goal. So he looks like this is what we've been saying a long time. He looks like the right profile. You need a big, athletic centre back who can do all the things, both inside and outside, defend the wide spaces, defend the central spaces, defend the air. You just want complete players now. Um, so I was really, really happy with his performance. Um, the players who performed well under Arteta at the back end of last season, your Tierney's, your Bellerin's was improving. Um, obviously, your Bamiyangs, your Ainsley Metin-Niles, they carried on where they left off. Um, I think people are over-egging Williams' performance, and I'm not going to lie to you. Everyone's going to call me negative, but really and truly, I thought it was a meaty performance. <laughs> like, he, he was, he got, okay, yes, <laughs> yes he got three or two assists, but, like, you kind so of... Them, fa- them fantasy points don't pay for themselves, bro. I don't pay for themselves, but really and truly, <laughs> I don't understand what people are guessing, personally, like, it, it was oh, it was decent. Like, he done well, fine. But everyone, I've seen articles, I've seen videos, I've seen I've seen clips. You know what Arsenal Twitter like when they get excited about someone? It's it's too much. But yeah, um, you just wait. You you know me, man. I just wait because they'll eventually become William again, and that's when we feast. That's what we have to do, boys. We just wait in the long grass. <laughs> I, no, I saw, nothing heavy. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a mad article where it's like, oh. Willian is picking up the spaces that no Arsenal fan play, no Arsenal player could before. And I was like, what are you on about? Shut you, up, you, fam. Played, you played one pass to Aubameyang. Aubameyang's <laughs> fighting. It's this is why this is why we're on to you, man. This is why we have to do. We can't we can't rest because the second we give you lot an inch, you get too carried away. <laughs> everyone gets too carried away. But overall, overall, like the, the most promising thing I, I was seeing um were the, the fine patterns of play that we keep seeing again and again and again. So in that game, there were about four or five moves, which we keep seeing repeats of the same move. And a lot of the time, not every time, but a lot of the time, the move ends up in a goal-scoring shot or a very good chance. Um, like Aubameyang's goal, we've done that time and time again. The one He's loving it. He's loving it on that left-hand okay. side, man. 
the, uh, the one that Aubameyang rounded the keeper, we've done that time and time again. Like, we're literally doing the same thing, same thing, same thing. And you can see that the team is very well coached to the point where, I'm not sure if you've seen that picture going around, in Aubameyang's goal against Liverpool, Aubameyang's goal the other day, every player, Tierney, AMN, Aubameyang, um, were all in the exact same position, literally to the inch. So you can see Arteta's coaching coming through. I still think we'll struggle against the sides who are good defensively because we are very easy to pull, 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 them, out, pull them out of shape. They weren't very disciplined. They weren't really that switched on. Um, so teams that really sit in and really disciplined in their shape, I still think we'll struggle, and that's why we need the additions. But overall, Arteta's doing his team, man, with the players he's got. You can't complain. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair analysis. Do you expect to bring anybody in between now and the end of the transfer window? Um, I expect to bring players in, but it's not the players that I feel like we are linked with at the moment heavily because I don't see financially where the money's coming from. So we sold Martinez today for 20 mil, which is an unbelievable Great business. piece of business. Unbelievable business. Literally, what, six months ago, he would have gone for 2 mil or something like that. So Fantastic. That was fantastic. It's, it's, it's good. But we've got that money in. Um, but I don't understand where we're going to be able to, because Ura and Pate are 100 mil between them. Mm. I, I don't see where we're getting that piece. So if we got them two, yeah, I'll start talking very loudly, but I'm, I'm, I'm not really so sure. So I, I feel like we'll get budget options of the two, potentially. Yeah, so yeah, you're, you're bubbling, but not quite, not quite there yet. Yeah. Uh, Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, Ellis. I mean, you've waited long enough. We, we, were, we were together on the Discord live yesterday. Um, a 4-3 four, a win at uh, home against uh, newly promoted Leeds. Um, what, were your, what were your takeaways? Uh, it was a bit concerning. Defensively, it was a bit shocking. A bit, not even a bit. A bit is an understatement, isn't it? We was uh, sleeping a lot of times as a continuation from the back end of last season where we all fought because we won the league. So... Everyone's just winding down, but it seems like they haven't woken up. Admittedly, all the back four that played were international duty during the week, so it kind of messed up our preparation. But they played together for three, four seasons, so some of the things you expect them to to do well, they didn't do well at all. Um, I missed the first half, but even going into the second half, we were still doing like, some sloppy stuff. Joe Gomez was over-committing, which is strange because he's not really one to do it. He's playing like Lovering, so he's not wanting to do it. I don't know why he was doing it. Um, Trent was sleeping at times. Obviously, Lee's done well to nullify his uh, threat from the right-hand side. Uh, Van Dijk wasn't as cool as we usually know him to be. So, um, it was a bit worrying because it was very uncharacteristic from, from the defensive point of view. Also, the midfield, for the, for the third lead, Leeds goal, uh, the midfield was sleeping. They weren't tracking runners, which was annoying. You want to... You wanna, want to be a bit sharper so we've got a lot to work, a lot of work to do man we've got Chelsea and Arsenal coming up so it's going to be a yeah, no, but, no, but, but nothing you're worried about I think I think I saw you tweeting earlier about um being 33 points ahead and do people know how many points that is like uh, 
I question your logic and your, and I won't question your maths because you were for, but your, your logic is questionable there. But obviously, you're not, you're not worried at all, really. You should be worried, though. Not really, not really. No, the, 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 levels, the levels is too high, man. The levels is too high. Man City and Liverpool have set the levels ridiculous high, which I can't see the, the below teams catching up, your O's and your Lampard. I don't think they can get enough from the squad right now to catch up. Liverpool or Man City. That's just me anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, like I said, this is our 500th episode and obviously uh, we've done this for a while. You do this thing where you talk really slow but you're still chatting shit. Um, to, uh, Sobes. Chatting shit. Chatting shit. Chatting shit slowly. Um, yeah, yeah. Tobes, uh, let's, let's get into it. I, I, I didn't want to ask Ellis, are you worried about Van Dijk at all? Um. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Ellis leading to goals, they're saying he's, he's, nah. he's top. He's top of it for the last couple of, couple um, of seasons couple still. Of, man, we've, seen, we've seen bare defenders make like 400 errors in one game, man, so I don't know where they got that stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, it's errors leading to goals, isn't it? I think how they define that is a bit, it's, it's a bit questionable. Um, for example, I think he missed the ball for Leeds' third goal. Personally, I'd have that as an error leading to a goal, but I don't think they'd have that as an error leading to a goal. Um, that uh, is an error, man. That's yeah, yeah. So, so how they how they actually calculate is a bit is a bit questionable. But um, yeah, you said he he wasn't as cool as usual. He was trying to be as cool as usual. It just wasn't quite coming off. I mean, there was a time it looked like Leeds were targeting him, but that's 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 funny to see. <laughs> no. We also, we also got into them. Danny's, Danny's, Danny's Wi-Fi work. Said, yo, this is good. Yeah, yeah. This is good. Let's get out of here. They worked hard. They worked hard, but obviously, ultimately, 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 they came away with nothing in it. So, I mean, that's that's expected, no? That's expected, no? That's expected, no? I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like everyone, we can all have the like. You know what I mean? We can bear it, but. Are, are you okay? I don't know if, if it's if, if it's your voice or if it's your internet, but you're you're sounding a bit rattled. Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no reason to be because you, like you said, you, you won. And you and you and you are the nervous. You know what's killing me? Like, his images aren't matching nah, what he's saying. Nah, so he's nah. saying at all, but as he's saying at all, his body's still moving. Then when he's talking a bit louder, now his hands are going back. So I'm loving whatever you're yeah, loving yeah. that HM HMP coffin, yeah, man. Keep keep up the good work. Um how good was Salah yesterday? Hey, that guy was a menace, bro. That guy, absolute beast. Bully, bully. Like, what I love about Salah is he's just always trying to do the thing that's going to piss you off the most as a left-back. Like, he's he just... And he's always active. Like, he's always high intensity. He's always high energy. He's always like, yeah. oh, you want to breathe on? You want to breathe on? Nah, it's not happening, mate. Not happening, big man. So, like, he's just always onto his, onto his left-back. I like it. And... He's just cold, like, in terms of his finishing, his shooting, his sharpness. Everything's just sharp, as it should be. Do you know what I mean? For 90 minutes as well, he's fit as fuck, strong as fuck. Like, absolute animal, man. Like, he's a beast. Liverpool are lucky to have him. Yeah, him and, him and, him and Marnie, they just, they're just relentless, man. They're just relentless. Like, that goal, bruv, he could have broke the net. He could have smashed <laughs> He could have smashed that. If, <laughs> if that net went there, that was flying all the way into Goodison Park. Like, that's how hard he hit that ball. Mm. Like, he smashed that ball to, to smithereens. And I just felt like, like uh, Leroy was saying, like, he didn't, give, he didn't give his marker a moment's peace at all, man. Like, he was just relentless from start to finish. And I think Liverpool, 
I think it's a blessing that they can have someone like Salah and, and Mane at full tilt every single game, rarely picking up injuries, because you're seeing the benefits there. A man gets a hat-trick and ultimately wins them the match. Facts. Um, I mean, we, we bang on about this guy all the time, but you just can't help but mention him again. Uh, Roberto <laughs> Firmino Ellis. I mean, when is he going to be tried for his crimes? Honestly, <laughs> sir. Because you lot have given us every excuse under the sun for the last two years. Like, it was crazy to me. Obviously, you lot had the, the highlight from um, your friendly, uh, whoever you played, <laughs> where he picked up in front of the defence and he kind of joined the play all the way up to assisting it in your box. But what was funny to me was that he was making, like, um, defensive contributions in front of your box, like interceptions and stuff, but then miscontrolling it in front of their box. Um, <laughs> What, what what is this? I think at this time, do you think it might even be mental with him? No, 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 Mariah. I think it's I think it's by yeah, design. Yeah. Obviously, he's he's not meant to score in it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's why he loses all the time. Obviously, his role in the team. I told you. Stop! 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 I think it's clear. We, we've been saying this for time. Liverpool fans have been denying this for time. <laughs> he ain't up to it. He <laughs> is being carried by the rest of that front three and he's not up to it. So yes, he's nice technically. Yes, he can do this link stuff. How many top strikers could come in and do that same link stuff? Lewandowski could do it. Uh, Benzema could do it. Aguero could probably do it, even though he's not the best at it. Like these Harry Kane could do it as well. Huh? You forgot about Harry Kane. Uh, yeah, I think, he was, I think he was left out intentionally. I left out. Oh, <laughs> Seriously, like, no, no, I'm not supposed to pick up Yeah, so I just feel like, yeah, he's, he's in there just doing the nice, like, but he's not scoring. And the thing is, all Liverpool need, fans need here yeah, is an upgrade to realise what they're missing. Because if they had an upgrade who was actually netting and doing the thing, they'll be like, oh my God, this, this Firmino guy has been fooling the living for this, this amount of time. Like, you don't need to upgrade because him. Because the, thing, the thing is, because it's true, but because Salah's banging goals, so you kind of like blight it. But I'm not going to like be around the bush. He, he, was, he was poor yesterday. He should have um, scored, I think he had a chance one on one. And, uh, you could just see the lack of confidence. Instead of miscontrol, that's, that's the chance. He literally miscontrolled. That's I was like, hold on. Guy's making lovely touches deep in his own yard. <laughs> <thing. laughs> Nah, yeah, so that like, he tried to go, he tried to go with his right outside of his right foot. So yeah, he's he's um he's a strange one. He's not on form in front of goal anyway. He does do the the lovely touches in and around the box. Maybe we can change the position. I'm not too sure, um, but it is one to slightly worry about because when it's a bit tight and you need to go from somewhere, then you really count on him. You you can well, never have. You can never have too many elite goal scorers in your attack. Right, this is it. Simple. Like, everyone yeah. said, oh, well, we've, we've already got Salah yeah. scoring the goals, Mane scoring the goals. So fucking what? Get a third one. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is what big clubs do. Get, get another big that, man that, that, in there who, who can bang. Like, yeah, nah, right. he's actually frauding the living, honestly. Nah, you know you know what is with him? He's a, he's, I think he's a quality player, man. Like, he's a quality player, but I don't think he's a nine. And I think he's... I think... For me, I think they should be playing him as a 10. He's not a 9. He's not a clinical finisher. He's not the guy who's going to have one chance in the game and he's going to bend it, man. 
I genuinely think they need to bring in another attacker who can actually displace him from that team or at least get him back to a suitable level where he's actually putting some of these chances away. Because the misses, the misses are actually criminal. If this was any other player who were missing these chances, yeah, that, that's he'd be calling him crap, he'd be calling him shit, etc., etc. But well, we are because it's Bobby, because it's Bobby <laughs> Firmino and he, he's the system, he's our system, he gets he gets exonerated. Yeah, I don't think he gets no, I don't think he gets exonerated. And this is what like stop following these like no face Twitter accounts. <laughs> that's the first thing, yeah. That's the first thing, but, yeah. Okay. But, but I do agree. Okay, but I do agree that he needs to start putting um putting his chances away, get another forward. I personally don't want a out and out number nine. I want someone who can play across the forward line, just because, okay. like we said, with Mane and, and Salah, we need another like quick attacker to get in behind, and that's where we're struggling at in a minute. Um, and top tops is, tops is right. Firmino wasn't he's not a number nine at out and out. He's never had like the goal scoring mm. record of a number nine out. out. Um, I think he just does a job for Klopp and Klopp. Like, that's mm. what he does. So he found the best. Posi- he found the best position for him, and that was at the centre of the attack. Um, mm. Going forward, I'm sure that Liverpool are looking for because they've got Minamino who plays in the same position. And so again, that's not someone that scores goals again. So I think it's just about mm. setup and all that. An interesting philosophy over there at um, Anfield. Um, Leeds, obviously, Bielsa. We talk about him, wax lyrical about his. His uh, football madness. He's had some great sides over the last few years. Um, based on what you saw against Liverpool, do you guys see them staying up? So they spent big money on Rodrigo, who's not a prolific scorer. Uh, crazy business, in my opinion. But yeah, do you guys see them staying up? Yeah, they'll stay up. They'll stay up. But I agree with that. That Rodrigo thing. Um, Thirty million for a guy who's probably not going to score ten league goals this season. It's it's not it's not cutting the mustard for me. I think. They're yeah. gonna, I like him, but I think they could have, they could, they should have signed better. I still think they definitely need to sign another striker in addition to him and Bamford. I think the midfield, I think the midfield's okay, and I think they got. A, I just think they need more attacking wise, and I think they definitely need one more centre back as well. Um, whatever his name is, Robin, is it Hotch or Cock or whatever? However you pronounce it, he he looked like he was a he was a bit out of sorts at Anfield. He looked like he was struggling <laughs> under that pressure, and that's yeah. with no fans as well. So. Um, I think they definitely need one more at, at, at the back as well. But generally, the system they play, I think they'll they'll um, they'll take to the Premier League like uh, a duck to water, and I think they'll comfortably sort of be like a mid-table side. I reckon. Okay. Um, I disagree. You know, yeah, I know. the thing about um, the other sides, I think they're going to do really well for the first half, and they're going to yeah. be like twelve, and then they're going to burn out. Because Bielsa's sides famously always end with a crash. So they always end with a bad run of form. Now, especially in the Premier League, I just think the intensity they're going to have to put in to try and do what they do in this league and get results. I just And also in the, uh, obviously the EFL Cup, also in the FA Cup, blah, blah, blah. I just think they're, they're, they'll be doing okay and then their big crash will put them in trouble. And it'll be really close. I mean, obviously Newcastle are down, but I just feel like it's going to be a scrappy competitive league this year, man. Um, and I don't think they're by any means uh, a sure thing to say. They're getting yeah. played. They're gonna. They're, they're in talks for Rodrigo de Paul. Apparently, they want to get. They want to sign Draxler. They want to sign that Croatian twenty-one-year-old. Like 
They need some of these are some of these are a pipe dream though. Yeah, because well, I, 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 I want a Lamborghini. I, I want a Lamborghini Toro, <laughs> but it, it ain't happening. So they're gonna add at least two or three more players. They need like to. Said, they need like, to. They need like, to. Like, like you said, Leroy, like that burnout factor was a thing two seasons ago. But last this this recent season, they didn't really have that burnout factor. They they took it right up to the end. And I do agree. The intensity in the Premier League, whereas the Championship, they were by far and away the most intense side in the league. That's pretty much the norm for quite a couple of sides. Yeah, I still think that they got they got enough quality in that team to to, to comfortably stay up this year. I'm, are they better than Norwich? Yeah, way better than Norwich. Way better than Norwich. Really? Was yeah. Norwich and Leeds in the same league, and I think Norwich like took that league apart. Mm, nah, man. Well, Leeds actually bottled it that season. They were first on uh, Christmas, um, not Christmas, New Year's Day, and I think. Once you're first on New Year's Day in that championship history, no one's ever not gone up. Um, and they were the first team to not go up after being first on um, on New Year's Day or whatever the case is. So um, obviously part of the reason they probably didn't burn out was the COVID, the, the lockdown, and obviously football being suspended for a few months. Yeah. But it'll be interesting. This is Bielsa, isn't it? So yeah. he's going to make us laugh, probably make us cry as well. Um, but yeah, it'll be, it'll, it'll be great to see. Um, I did go on, Leroy, you look like you want to say something. No, no, no. I was just going to say, like, the thing about it is as well, I know he's supposed to be getting all these bodies in, but even then, Bielsa's known to work with a very, very small core group, and that's why they burn out a lot. Even though he gets his players in, he doesn't rotate that often. So I can, I, I just see him, even if he gets all these players in, I can see him only working with 16 players. Only working with, not even up to 16 players, probably 15 players. And then that's what's going to cause a burnout with the type, like the type of effort you're going to take to beat the teams in this league because this league is becoming a very, very intense league and a league about running and athletes. Yeah, and I think furthermore for them, they'll, they'll put that effort in and a lot of the time they won't see any return for it. You'll run your heart out and you'll still get popped. I mean, look, look at the game against Liverpool, for example. You know, um, unless you look proud, which is weird. But anyway, uh, let's just uh, quickly... I just pray they don't bring in anyone else who've got top nuts, man. They've got so many players with top ridiculous. Man! So many top knots. I was like, what is going on here? It's a spirit. He's, taken, he's brought in the spirit, um, the spirit of Spain to, um, or the Latin spirit. To, to be honest, nah, I, I want him to go down because of that. Because now nah, <laughs> I, I, I ain't that type of you, bruv. I'm like, short, short back and sides, yeah. fam. Like, yeah, that, ain't my, that, ain't, that ain't my culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe a fade when you're feeling naughty, but yeah, yeah, for the, for, for, for the most part, nothing, nothing heavy. Um, let's, obviously, Manchester United, Manchester City, Chelsea, they all went deep into Europe, so as a result, they didn't play this weekend. But we did have a, a few other games on um, earlier today before Spurs' embarrassing loss. Um, Leicester played West Brom, uh, dealt with them quite handily. Um, what are we looking to see from Leicester um, this season? Because obviously, I think we can say... They, they bottled top four last last season. Um, fifth, I guess, for them is a good season still. But for me, when you consider the context of where they were and how far ahead of Manchester United they were, for me, it's not so good. Um, where do you think they should be aiming for this season? Uh, top seven again. Top seven or top eight, I think they should be aiming for. I think them getting fifth is a pipe dream. I think them even challenging for top four is a pipe dream as well because they got Europa League this season as well. They still need to bring in some wide players, in my opinion. I think, apart from Harvey Barnes, their wide players are no good. Um, I think they're in the process of bringing in another centre-back as well. That, that's, that's definitely needed as well. 
Um, was that Leicester? Yeah, yeah. is that Fofana? They, they get Fofana. Fofana is a bad you, bruv. See, I, I ain't watched him play. Bad you. Yeah? Bad you. Like, if they get him, that's very impressive. Because that's... The thing is, because we've got Gabriel and Saliba, I think it's unfair to get Fofana, because that's someone I want. But, because he's too good to be a backup. He's way too good to be a backup. Um, and if you've got two players of that quality, but... I, I mean, I think you should go with someone like United. I think he should hold out. I was going to say, yeah, bring him to the theatre, man. Let's uh, have it right. I, I don't think he should be going to Leicester. I mean, obviously... He, we get games, though. He's seeing the bag, innit? So he's yeah, seeing, yeah. like, he's probably on peanuts at St. SEN and he's thinking, yeah. Uh, 40, 50, on. yeah. Oh, like I, when I watch him, I think, yeah, you're, like... I, I've got the same... Because obviously I watched him because Saliba was in the same team. I've got the same vibe as Saliba, like, this guy in the air, on the ground. Tackling, um, speed, strength, uh, concentration, Every, everything was correct. Do you know what I mean? So I was thinking, this guy is destined to go to a higher club, in my opinion. Yeah, we, we, we need to be, these are the sort of players we need to be, we need to be in the mixer for. Ooh, good uh, on the ball as well. Very good on the ball as well. Wait, we, we, you're telling me we, we could do with some of that, definitely. Um, Crystal Palace, they also were able to secure a win this weekend. Um, 1-0 win at home against Southampton. Uh, Wilfred Zaha grabbing himself a, a goal. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not much to say about Palace. Zaha's trying to get out. Um, do you think he's going to get out? I'm locked up. They won't let me out. I don't know, you know. I don't think he will. A lot of my friends, like one of my friends keeps saying that. Sorry, go on. Were you talking, Ellis? No, oh, sorry. I was just saying that contract he signed was a bit deep, man. It's hard to say no to that bag, though, man. That's how they get me. Ah. No, but do you know what I think happens, Leroy? I think they give you that bag and then they also kind of gentleman's agreement that, listen, if we get an offer that meets a certain valuation, we'll let you go. Maybe at, that ta- maybe at that time, it looked like somebody was going to come in for that. But once yeah. they started saying 80 million for Wilfred Zaha, no. teams were like, yeah, you're, yeah we're going oh. away, man. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, I don't know what it is about English clubs or English agents and stuff like that, but if you back yourself as Zaha and you're coming to, what was he, he was mid-20s when he signed that deal, yeah? Mm. Um, come back to Palace, he's re-established himself as one of the most threatening players in the league. You're like, right, I want to go back to the big time. In your mid-20s, you've got two years left on your deal. Why are you re-signing that deal? The thing is, if, if you back yourself, you either don't sign or you say, I will sign, but I'll sign with a release clause. Fuck a gentleman's agreement because at the end of the day, these men look after themselves. You, okay, I don't care what kind of relationship you have. You're a young black man, yeah, and you're trusting this guy, this white man who owns billionaire, who owns shitloads of stuff, just to sell you because what well, you got a gentleman's agreement. Now, like it's, it's bollocks. That's not how we got rich. Yeah, yeah. these men, <laughs> they need release clauses. They need to insist on them. At the end of the day, I am not convinced that. Palace would have been like, well, we're not giving you a new deal. Zaha's agent was like, we demand a release because of X amount. Something reasonable. Something like, no, it's something reasonable, like 60 mil. Not, not something like ridiculous, like 30 mil or something, but something reasonable. Just because yeah. all these men are getting priced out of moves. They are, but you have to also, also remember that valuation to them is, is, is correct. That's how much you get for being in the Prem. If we're saying Zaha's the reason they're in the Prem, Grealish is the reason they're in the Prem, he is, they are worth literally that amount of money to these clubs. To so us, I completely get that. So they're worth that much to them. However, they're not worth that much to the big club that they want to get them. So they have to play that off. They have to play that off. So they have to think, right, if I back myself, you've got to be forward planning. If I back myself, I can't sign that contract for five years. It's going to tie me into club 31. That means I'm never getting my big move. 
So it's either a release clause, a sh- very short contract, or I'm not signing Big Bang. I'm just not doing yeah, it. Yeah, I guess those are the three options. I think every time I... himself. I, I understand, yeah. look, at the end of the day, it, I ain't no fool. Like, my mum didn't raise no idiot. If someone puts 100 pounds a week in front of me, I, you best believe I'm going to take it. Like, 100%, I don't know what, what the situation is. But... This guy... So what? So you just criticised him, though? I criticised him, but the thing is... He believes he's one of the best players. He has completely shaken himself. So I can't feel sorry for him because he's got no one else to blame. <laughs> no one else to blame. Like, I'm talking yeah, like this from a humble man who, who works for a living every day. Do you know what I mean? Like. But, but, but these men like, <laughs> man are in a different stratosphere as it is. So, mm, I like. Just, just take that, that last year on 50 and then you'll get the big move and you'll make 150 maybe, depending on how much they're able to get off, off your price because of how short your contract is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think release clauses legally, are we able to do that in this country? Yes, we are. We are, yeah? Yep. Okay, yep. so yeah, there more, more players definitely need to be doing it. They need to be looking at the kind of blueprint set by leagues like the NBA where players are kind of taking the power back because otherwise, like you say, these guys, they'll shake your hand and smile in your face and say, yeah, sure, we'll do that for you. But when the time actually comes, they're not going to do that. The Home Depot has holiday savings of up to 40% on select appliances, like a Whirlpool four-door French door refrigerator for just $15.98. It's perfect for a busy kitchen full of helping hands. That's where its fingerprint-resistant stainless steel finish really shines. Order online and get free delivery. Holiday appliance shopping improved. Up to 40% off select appliances. Now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Continental US only. While supplies last. Valid through December 2nd. Free delivery on orders $396 or more. Um, what I also wanted to do with it being our 500th episode was share some of the uh, best moments, funny moments. Um, see if you guys remember any of these. So I'll see what I've got. What have I got? In front of me here, let me just pop it up. Can you can you not see this? Yeah, I'm seeing your screen now. Yeah, I think you can see it, but let me hey, just let me let me let me, let me let me let me let me let me bring it back. Um, this time let me put the sound on so you lot can hear it as well. Um, so <laughs> this is episode uh, 98. This uh came after um Chelsea signed Rudiger. Uh, quite interesting, but yeah, I'll let it play. Let the clip do its talking for itself. Okay, man. This should be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, they, when they can't get a striker, and Roma says, Look, you got to bring back Costa. And Costa comes back, and him and Conte are beefing. Conte's yeah, gone, bro. November like, Christmas. And, uh, speaking, speaking of Chelsea, can we talk about the reveal for Rudiger? Oh, really, mate. I heard him like a bang bro seat. It was mad. <laughs> it was mad. That's what it looked like. Rudiger, for some reason, was in the closet facing the wall. And he turned around. Yeah, so this dad brings his son in and they say, okay, we'll get the Chelsea shirt. He's like, oh, they got Rudiger. He said, oh, no, they don't have son. Like, anybody who ever asks that. The type of Rudiger on gifts, yeah? Don't usually be their gifts, it's bad gifts. It's like free Rudiger gifts, but he's a nobody. Anyway, so they ask his son, and his dad's like, Right, why do you want this baggie? He's like, 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 the, the girl asked him, Rudiger, is all right, I'm going to put your name on the shirt. He said, yeah, 
I play for Chelsea now. And he did, he did this with his hand. Yeah, I play for Chelsea now. Of course, he can put my name on the shirt. Yeah. Awful, bro. That was, was terrible, bro. So I got a question from. I got a question from Josh. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> hey, that's a classic. Classic. A lot of you won't know, but that was where uh, the name Chessie Hour actually ca- came from. Um, that um, that particular that particular um, vid. Uh, I've got another one. This is a uh, classic, Lewis. Actually, uh, give me a second. Let me uh, throw that one up now. Be the one that I hope it is. Um, hold on. This, this... What? Yes, yes. I'm probably yes. not. I'm probably not following this private joke. Wait, oh, no, no, basically, so is it a hip hop song? All right, okay. It's a hip hop song. It's a bit there's of Drizzy producer, Drake, is it? Yeah. There's a producer called Young Murder. Young Murder. Murder on the beat, so it's not nice. All right, yeah, so yeah. Insert name of sloppy football. No, no, no. The listeners know that we don't give a shit about yeah, so yeah, I get you, I get you. Is that, yeah, is, that, is that the hottest quality. joint out right now? Yeah. Don't ever say that. Don't say that. What do you listen to? I listen to rap. Contribute. You listen to rap, Lewis. 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 Not yet. For now, we're take, I'm taking in um, application for hosts. Yeah. <laughs> Man, laughing. I'm actually being said, I don't know. Imagine this is the hottest drink. So I'm like Westwood, you know? So what's, the, what's the last album you listened to? Rap album? Um, Nellyville was good. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm dying! Help me! Do you actually why do I live this way, man? Must be money. Must be the money, man. Hey! I was doing in primary school. I was in primary school. That's why the Twin Towers were still up. Yes! <laughs> Shit! He hasn't quite recovered from that, to be honest. To this, to this day, people still ask him about um, uh, the latest album he's listened to. Uh, the next one's also Lewis. Uh, we ain't picking on Lewis. It's just Lewis, uh, just, you know, in the early days, he was on every single week, uh, as I was as well, on Disney. Um, shout them man out. Uh, this one was a bit more sad. Um, you guys remember Lewis's cat? Um, <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just let it play. We'll let it play. We'll let the clip do the talking for itself. Like his cat? Like his cat? Can you believe this? The twinkles! These guys are fools. <laughs> a wet December. <laughs> Cold. Oh, 
It's the day of the pod. It was the day of the pod. Yeah, day of the pod. Morning before our pod. Let's have some news. His cat's died. I'm not coming to pod, guys. Yeah, my cat died. I'm going bed. So he tells us that his cat's died. He can't come on the pod today. Cool. We all think weird, but whatever. One of those things. Yeah. What's funny is what happened in hindsight. Because when we went back to talk about that day, it turned out we were all sickened. No one gives a shit about his No one says sorry. And to this day, we're absolutely, absolutely living that he's dead. So Mr. Pond, because his cat got rushed. <laughs> First you went for his cat, he gets them cuz in the bed for eight hours with a dead cat. It wasn't that about eight hours. It wasn't about eight hours. Dead. I don't understand. I I the shit, man. Man. No, I can't do this guys, I'm sorry. Oh fuck. Dead man got twinkled. Hey, that's made me cry. Oh, oh man, Lewis, man, rest in peace, Twinkles, man. Hey, for real. Let's pour, let's pour, pour some liquor for a real one, man. Yeah, Twinkles, <laughs> wherever you are in cat heaven. Um, and I guess, hey, I guess seriously, <laughs> this, this world needs to die, man. I miss the studio. I miss for real, studio. for real. Soon, soon. Um, and I guess the last one is me. Oh, damn it. Um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done this. In. Alright, cool. Here we go, guys. It's not really funny, but what? It's not really funny, but whatever. Cool. Hello, welcome to another Touchdown Frackers podcast. It's just uh, me, Mariah, and Iro here at the moment. Are you doing, guys? Not bad, not well, bad. We're, well, we're the ones who put the most work secretly. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're, we're the cornerstones of the Touchdown Frackers community. Conveniently, when Chelsea lose, Ife is uh, running late. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like the last season. Yeah, but don't yeah, worry, yeah, Ife. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if they conveniently never came on a pod at all, yeah, <laughs> interested. Uh, Maro, uh, double, double denim? Uh, loud. Yo! Yo! Just say denim! Yo! Just say denim! Just say denim! Don't let him do this! Just say denim! What are you talking about? Are you sick, man? Hey, listen, I know many United are going through some things. United are going through some things. United are going through some things, but there's no need for a midlife crisis. Just say double denim, guys. I can't believe it. Just say double denim, Someone said put the lights on the double denim guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Don't worry guys. Don't worry, we'll um oh, we'll save man now. Oh man. Uh periscope was ten out of ten. That was ten out of ten. Yeah, oh, yeah. those were those were the days. Do you know do you know why it's crazy as well, yeah? It wasn't double denim. Like to this <laughs> day, yeah. Still believe. <laughs> Still fighting your case. No, no, to this He's day, still people, those trousers were cotton, man. To this day, yeah, people still don't believe me. Like, I couldn't obviously, because it was Periscope, you can't quite see the material. But yeah, it wasn't double denim. But obviously, I look back and just how rattled I am, it just made it um, seem guilty. And you know what? I've actually found a, a bonus clip, yeah? So uh, this will be the last one that I, I, I share with you, though. Uh, give me a second. Let's just roll that up. Um, Cool. So, look at who do we have here? Hey, double denim. <laughs> we say double denim, Mariah, yeah? What we say, double denim, Mariah, yeah? You 
Dovetail back northwest, baby. Ah, yes. Revenge. I'm not gonna lie, Mariah. You see that clip of that thing? Yeah? I've never seen you like taken aback or surprised in it. So when you was there, I was like, "Rah, Mariah's got it." Do you know, Do you know what? Yeah, I was actually, I was actually, do you know what? I was actually fine with it. This would gaslit me. This would gaslit me. I was actually like, "Yeah, what?" Like loose made a comment. I was like, "Oh yeah, cool, how funny." I was like, "Oh shit, it's true." Actually, he kind of mugged me off there. And obviously, as, I, as I'm talking, yeah. Well, I'm looking back and my voice is just getting higher and higher and yeah. higher. And Dizu's there like, oh, you, know, you can't yeah. let Dizu, you can't let Dizu put a battery in your back. He's the yeah, worst. Yeah, he, 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 he is the king, he's, he's the, the worst. king gaslighter. But um, yeah, just to say, guys, thus far it's been a pleasure, hell of a journey. Um, yeah, when I think where we started and how much we've been able to build up our community, yeah, it wasn't, I don't think any of us expected it to, to last this long. And um, aside from the podcast, I've, I've made some, good lifelong friends as a result of Touchline. So that's that's been a pleasure. Um, I know tomorrow Lewis is going to get some more clips and post them on the account. And I know from the Discord that you don't have a tendency to remember absolutely everything we've ever said. Um, oh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's scary to be hey, honest. Hey, do you know what? The Discord pops, yeah? But yeah. I, I had my first experience of getting flamed on there the weekend. <laughs> I am not... I can't deal with it. And my personality doesn't take to it because I was offering people out. I was offering my address. I was like, look, me and you, we need to fight. We need to fight right I? Them, I mean, I've got to lie, them man on Discord, yeah, are the funniest group of people I've ever experienced online. Ruthless, bro. They are ruthless. A little bit of bait, yeah, they came for me. That's oh, it. Right. That's it. I had to leave. No, I had to leave. My head was up. <laughs> <laughs> I finished. <laughs> Remember that part two years ago when like, what? I don't what you even Yeah, it's 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 quite something. So yeah, I know Lewis is gonna be um posting some of those um clips tomorrow on the um Twitter account. Um I just wanna thank you all for coming through. Tobes, always a pleasure. Hopefully you'll be coming through a lot more this season. Um I'm hoping you have a good season. I mean it was a good documentary, so do you mean that sense. really, though? Do you really mean that? I mean, yeah. I hope you have a good season. You having a good nah. season has no... Look, it has no impact on us. Like, Spurs having a good sure. season, you're probably... Yeah, you having a good season, probably fifth, isn't it? So oh, I'm not really, I'm not really worried. So I hope you have a good season. Nah, to be honest, I need these guys to crush and burn because I need the Mourinho trilogy. Like, I need, I need, I need the Mourinho <laughs> full-on saga. Like, because it's so insane. We need it. He'd be annexed from the city of London because he can't manage Arsenal. So that's it. He would have he would have had his go at all the big uh, yeah. London clubs that he can actually get to. Don't, and, don't, don't and doubt West Ham. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were they were dire, by the way. They oh were yeah, really, they were. They were. They were. We didn't touch on them. They were really bad. And obviously okay. Newcastle, Callum Wilson grabbed himself a, a debut goal. And he's probably uh, with um, the rules for. Um, Groups of more than six coming in on Monday. He's probably had himself a hell of a weekend. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, lads, pleasure, Ellis. You know, keep doing you. Um, you know, keep doing you. I- I'll see you. I'll see you. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> we'll talk for real. Leroy, always a pleasure, bro. Tobes, like I said, a pleasure. Those of you who are listening, if you enjoyed this pod, share it, pass it on, uh, retweet it. Um, and other than that, Everybody take care. Enjoy the rest of your week. Stay safe. Peace. Later, lads.
Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. Sports Social Podcast Network.